1: Dave Sims here at the Yoga Voice and got a treat for you today. So the lady I have with me today, actually she was mentioned in our last episode with Gaynell. They have a connection in the yoga and diving and recovery world. So this lady is a international yoga teacher. She's a body worker. She's uh, been a business owner, owned a dive shop and uh, yoga studio in in Cozumel and she, we just got into this this story of hers, which is amazing. The life she's lived, the, uh, you know, from traveling around the world and living on islands and uh, finding the benefits of yoga and recovery and she's been in recovery over 20 years. I mean, there's just a, she just has this whole wealth of experience. So uh, today we're going to chat with Tammy Cervantes and do enjoy. Thank you everybody for tuning in. Dave here at the Yoga Voice and uh, I'm excited to talk to uh, A longtime friend and our guest today, she's a yoga teacher and international yoga teacher at that, Tammy Cervantes. Welcome, Tammy.
0: Hi, Dave. It's great to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, it's like we were talking before, it's great to have these conversations. It's even better to have them live and in person. So... I'll just put a little precursor out there. Once this, the pandemic's over and we're back in the live space, we'll have to do another one, you know, a part sure. two. And, I'd love space, to. and that'll be fun. So, well, as you probably know, we, we, I usually ask the question of starting us out with telling us about your yoga journey, like what it was like, what, what happened that got you on your mat and how that's transformed into what you're up to today.
0: Yes. Um, Yeah, I'll just give you a little of my history. Uh, I was thinking about this before, uh, you know, before getting on today. Uh, You know, how I, uh, you know, I came to yoga as I, you know, probably many of us do, I would imagine. Um, You know, I feel like I was just kind of pulled around by the nose by my karma by my character defects and, you know, my conditioning, my past. And so, uh, I, uh, I, um, moved to Mexico when I was 21 years old and, uh, you know, and it was just that, uh, you know, just, uh, instant, that instant gratification, that, uh, lack of accountability to, you know really anything just uh kind of floating around in the world and uh uh so <laughs> i went scuba diving on vacation with my mother and um you know it's kind of the classic story on these uh tropical islands i uh you know i met a man and uh shortly after moved there to uh, Cozumel, mexico and uh, I, uh, you know, I had, uh, been, I had, you know, suffered from addiction before that, you know, uh, you know, just back to this, uh, instant gratification, you know, um, uh, not knowing how to just be in my own skin. Um, and, uh, uh, and, you know, I had definitely, I kind of feel like, you know, as an addict and an alcoholic that, I you know, like I never learned how to be skillfully unhappy, you know, I knew I did experience being unhappy a lot. You know, I grew up in a, um, in a, a really crazy household with, um, addictions and violence and, uh. And, uh, I suffered from depression when I was a young person and, uh, but, uh, what I feel like one of the biggest things that, uh, yoga has given me the practice of yoga are tools, uh, uh, in which I can be, I, I don't need to be happy all the time. And the yoga sutras, it talks about how we just want this, we want to be happy all the time, basically. And, uh. Uh, and I, and, uh, and, you know, for me, that's not a realistic, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not very realistic. So, uh, so I feel like I know how, and I'm not saying that I always do, uh, but, uh, but I have, a, uh, some tools, uh, with which to be unhappy more skillfully. Uh, so, Uh, you know, like I moved to this, uh, vacation spot in the world, uh, and I, uh, and it was a a party town and I had been a heavy partier, you know, from a very young age already, but it was like a master's degree (laughs) learning of, of how to party there. And, uh, and I, uh i I like to say, you know, like I, th- I feel like I did it. I tell I, I, I came to this realization years ago, um, speaking to a friend uh, uh, that, you know, like the status quo, you know, most people work their tails off their whole lives in order to retire and do, you know, whatever it is that they dream of doing in retirement and I did it completely backwards. I skipped all of that. And I'm, mo- you know, like, <laughs> you know, moving to, uh, uh, a tropical Island or they want to, uh, travel the world in an RV or travel the world in other ways. And, uh, and I just kind of did that from the time I was, you know, about, you know, 20, 21 years old. And, uh, and, you know, I, I really, for a while, I think I had regrets about that, you know, like I didn't have the 401k and the, <laughs> and the retirement plan, you know, the, uh, a lot of those things, you know, like I, 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 like in my forties, all of a sudden I was like, wow, you know, like I have been really irresponsible and so, uh, and today, you know, like I, I have learned so much about myself in this process. of, uh, you know, I have done many things and I've traveled uh, quite a bit, you know. And uh, so I moved to this tropical island, Cozumel in Mexico. And, uh, and I um, worked in a couple of dive shops. I'm a scuba diver. And then I owned a dive shop and a beach club. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, you know, like the, uh, looking back on all that, you know, like the progression was happening the whole time uh, Mm -hmm. towards hitting a bottom, you know, like just uh, uh, I found myself just completely miserable and empty, and uh, and in uh, nineteen ninety seven, I uh, early nineteen ninety seven, I ran away from home uh, to find myself. I left the 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 man that I um, married uh, that I had met in Cozumel all those years before, and uh, went to Europe. I uh, I started off in you know the on the on another island uh, being in Cozumel kind of set up a pattern of ending landing on islands. <laughs> uh, I'm an island girl now, I guess. <laughs> um, and uh, my grandmother was uh, from Sardinia in Italy, and uh, that was one of the places that I uh, lived for a little bit. And uh, and. Proceeded to hit a bottom uh, in Europe and went back, came back to the United States uh, temporarily to really not knowing what I was going to do next. I did not know what I was going to do next. And, uh, and I was uh, a couple of weeks prior to returning to Cozumel. By this time, you know, Cozumel is my home. I lived, I've, I've lived in Cozumel for 30 years. Uh, we still have a home there. Uh, you know, we plan to somehow split our time between, you know, the United States and, and Cozumel. So uh, I, uh, two weeks prior to returning to Cozumel back in at the end of 1997, I called a friend, you know, crying. uh and, uh, you know, like not knowing what to do. And, and lo and behold, my friend said, well, do you think uh, that this has anything to do with, you know, your drinking and your partying? And I said, and I literally said, you think? <laughs> 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 um, so still not having a clue. I just knew that I was uh, desperate. I just knew that what was, um, that, that my life wasn't working. And I knew somewhere in me, I knew that if I continued the way I was going, something really bad was going to happen. You know, there were, there were some circumstances, um, and, you know, I luckily had, you know, few consequences, uh, but, you know, there were definitely some wake up calls for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and so she uh, was, you know, great boundaries. She was like, okay, you can stay with me for two weeks. And then you have to, you know, do something. And, you know, if you want to come to a meeting with me, uh, when you get here, you know, I'll, I'll go with you. And uh, it was uh, Halloween of 1997. Uh, I landed I dropped my things off, my suitcases at this woman's house and, uh, and went, to my, uh, went to a meeting. And, uh, you know, life changed drastically from that moment. Uh, I have not taken a drink or a drug since then. And, uh, and, you know, it was the most, it was the best thing that I ever did
1: mm-hmm.
0: for myself. It was a turning point in my life, and uh, and sh- very shortly thereafter, I uh, discovered yoga. So, in you know, in twelve step uh, in twelve step programs, they uh, talk about meditation. You know, I'm new sober. I'm all over the place, even more than before. Because I didn't have anything to take the edge off, right. <laughs> and uh, and so I was really lost. I was really confused, and uh, and really, uh, like the it, it, thing. It was really worse than before because I was actually feeling it all. I was actually experiencing. All of the, all of the emotions, all everything that was coming up, all of the 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 unpleasant, all of the pleasant, and I just didn't know how to deal with any of it. And so, um, uh, let's see. Um, so you know, there's, there's talk in the 12 steps about meditation. And I was like, so what is it? I was just like, what is this meditation? So I proceeded and, you know, as I do to, uh, (laughs) delve into finding out what it was and how to do it. And, uh, you know, asking people, you know, like, what is it? What do I do? How do I do it? You know? And so, uh, Very quickly, I was, um, I was in, you know, I was, uh, I was in and I, you know, at that time on this little Mexican Island, there was only one other person who, uh, well, there was one person who actually taught yoga. And so I, um, started attending some classes and, um, and, um, reading everything I could find, uh, uh I bought some VHS tapes, tapes, <laughs> 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 so, um, that was, uh, in the time of VHS still. Yeah. And, uh, so I would do, mostly I would do these VHS, uh, yoga classes and, um, and I was pretty hooked right away. Um, and it was a, really, um, physically demanding style of yoga. Uh,
1: Um, what kind what style was it?
0: It was, um, power vinyasa yoga. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And I loved it because it just kicked my butt and, uh, physically and, uh, and I, uh, quickly, I can't remember, I guess, Let's see, I have to think about what year that was exactly. I, um, there was a, I found this uh, yoga teacher training that was going to be right across, across the water from us in Tulum and signed up. And, uh, and I really, at that time, only wanted to learn more about yoga I didn't at that point have any intention of teaching because I'm, you know, it turns out that I am a very shy extrovert. <laughs> 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 and, um, and I, you really, you know, didn't, uh, it just didn't occur to me at the time. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, it was, uh, a very r- intense, uh, it was a really intense program, kind of crammed into a really short amount of time. And, um, and you know, I feel like, um, you know, these two things, um, recovery and yoga, have been the two most important things that I've done in my entire life. You know, I really do. Um, I uh, finished this training and... I didn't know how to teach a yoga class. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, and, and still at that point, didn't really think that I would. Um, but, uh, it, you know, other people, you know, people around me had other ideas. And so they were like, no, you you, we um, actually scheduled a class for you starting, you know, like two weeks after I returned from Having taken this uh, yoga teacher training.
1: Oh, that, that was like the studio you practiced at. They're like, "Oh, she's going. Yes, to teacher training. Let's put her on the schedule." Yes,
0: asking. yes, they put me on the schedule without asking, and uh, awesome. and I was, <laughs> I was like, okay, you know. Some, you know, like, I guess this is a sign, you know, maybe I should just do it and see what happens. And, uh, and I have, you know, and never turned back, you know, uh, I fumbled through <laughs> trying to <laughs> teach yoga for, you know, like I, I, I don't know when the, when I kind of crossed that bridge of feeling, you know, like more of a competent teacher. And it's certainly an ever evolving process. Um, but, uh, you know, like I had my little notes and, uh, you know, I did not, you know, know how to language a yoga pros. Uh I remember being in this yoga teacher training and there were, uh, I remember them mentioning the fact that there were more, Uh, participants in this training that were already teachers of, you know, at least one and many multiple styles of yoga. And it was beyond intimidating. And I remember being in one of the few breakout groups, like we didn't, we didn't get to teach that much. You know, we didn't actually get to practice teach much. So um, the, the, the first breakout group that I was in where we were actually uh, meant to try to teach uh, a sequence. Um, I just, I couldn't find the words. I didn't, I didn't know how to transfer, you know, like these, I didn't know how to language this, um, these practices from my own experience to, you know, verbal cues or, uh, you know, yeah, verbal cues, and so um, <laughs> one of the other one of the other uh, students in our in my in my little breakout group started yelling at me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he was already a teacher, and he was getting so clearly frustrated. He was like, "Just say something!"
1: <laughs> um, ouch.
0: Oh, it was. I was, I had a huge shame attack. <laughs> huge shame attack. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's where I met Rolf Gates at, at that year, at that teacher training. Oh, he was a, he was, at, a, was, it, he was
1: his, I'm sorry. Was it his training?
0: No, he was an assistant at, oh. in this training. Yeah. God. And, uh, so, uh, and I knew that he was in, um, in recovery from bios that I had seen on the websites. And so I tried to connect with him, but, you know, it was just, uh, it, it, we had very little, we had very little, little contact at that point. Um, but, uh, we met up again later on in New York city when he was teaching in New York city and, uh, developed a, a friendship while he, while we were both there, uh, for several years, uh, my, uh, partner Jody and I spent summers in New York city, uh, from like 2004 to 2010, I guess. And, uh, and the, the, uh, yoga studio, uh, Prana Power Yoga in Union Square in New York city that, Rolf Gates was teaching at at that time, uh, I was also subbing during the summers at, which was a a really fun experience. But, uh, you know, I feel like um, kind of backtracking a little bit, you know, like I was, I was really limited to, uh, you know, resources about yoga at the time you know um you know vhs tapes internet was you know there was internet but uh you know we didn't have the social media that we have we did not have the ability to click a you know tap something and you know be in a yoga class like much like what we're doing here now
1: right
0: um And so I really had to work hard at uh, finding ways to learn more about the practice of yoga. And uh, so I, um, you know, I immediately, I went from very quickly, I went from having no desire to teach yoga to being a full-time yoga teacher. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome,
0: and yeah, <laughs> and uh, I guess I opened uh, a yoga studio in Cozumel, probably in two thousand three or two thousand four, two thousand four, I guess.
1: Probably. Yeah. So that was. So the. How about diving? Was diving the dive shop long gone by then
0: the dive shop was long gone by then i so uh yeah okay back to yeah um when uh in 1997 at the beginning of 1997 when i um uh, split um from my partner at the time i just walked away from it i literally just walked away from it in my insanity at the time and my fog, um, I just walked away. And, uh, you know, there were <laughs> definitely consequences <laughs> to that. And, uh, and uh, you know, at the time, it's, uh, you know, it's just so interesting how, you know, Uh, you can turn this way and see things one way and you can literally turn that way and see something completely different. And, uh, and, you know, I feel like um, it has been such a blessing, you know, like I am truly a grateful recovering alcoholic and addict and I'm really grateful for, um, you know, all the painful (laughs) Uh, consequences that I had to uh, have in order to have the kind of existence that I have now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, so yeah, the um, I'm, I'm still a, a, a diver, although since then, I really don't dive very often. And when I do... Uh, It's kind of like the people who live in Colorado who never go skiing.
1: Yeah,
0: you know. Um, But when I do, I'm just like, oh, I am, I am blown away every single time. And uh, and I think to myself, and I and and I say to Jody, we should go diving more often. You know, it's like right there, two blocks away. Yeah. Um, our, our, our home in Cozumel is two blocks from the ocean front. Mm. And, uh, you know, I feel like, uh, you know, so, so blessed to, uh, have had, you know, the, the conditions, you know, um, to have the kind of life that I've had and, 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 you know, not to say that it has been easy. Um, but, uh, but uh you know the 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 work that I've done uh you know the the in you know the, the learning and the 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 practice that I've done in yoga and you know my other uh my other practices besides yoga have really are really paying off, I have mm-hmm. to say. Yeah.
1: Well, that, um, yeah, that, I, I kind of get that love of diving, you know, from, uh, or that, yeah. how each, each trip underwater is an amazing, it's like, it's just another a whole different world, you know, and um, living in the Midwest, we don't do much diving. <laughs> so, but those times down in the Caribbean, I've, I just, you know, have fond memories of, of, of Awesome dives. I probably haven't dove in five years, maybe four years. I mean, it's been a little while. But anyway, that um and so you had been down there. So I mean, you have really a highly experienced diver. <laughs> I mean, that's something to be said for that. Um and I don't know, I feel like you know I got into diving after um being sober for a while and then after i dive you know several dive trips and i had discovered yoga and i'd been a long time meditator before all that but so there there was this um very peaceful almost meditative quality to diving you know and then I found that same thing on the yoga mat I'm like oh this is like yeah there's something there's a lots going on here that <laughs> piqued my interest so so when that um, I, don't, I don't know I just think like the three of those things kind of are, are natural can can uh, be woven together um, almost... I don't know, it feels almost like mindful living, you know, like mindful diving. Like you can go underwater, crashing into coral, touching things you're not supposed to, and be reckless. Or you can be like this almost very zen, you know, just floating weightlessly, observing the most tiny little microorganisms. And, uh, um, so anyway just listening to you made me kind of think about that as a as a thing and the uh, so you're in the u.s and you're splitting time down down and uh, where what was going on with teaching uh, like it's like where, what are you doing teaching today I today mean, oh, uh-huh.
0: yeah so um jody and i decided well For several years, since we stopped spending the summers in, in New York, he had a place in Manhattan and sold it in 2010. And, uh, you know, at one point we thought that someday we would live in New York City and, um, and, you know, decided he made the, you know, like, It was a a difficult decision for him because um, he had had, you know, his parents had had that apartment since he was a teenager and uh, lots of memories and lots of sentimental attachment to it. Um, uh, But uh, since then, uh, since 2010, we started traveling around – sort of looking for a place because we knew we wanted to spend part of the year in, in the U S. And so we, um, you know, Rolf love, he had, uh, back in 2009 moved to Santa Cruz from the, from new England. And just, you know, uh, I had been, I had visited he and Mariam there several times. And then, um, and then I, you know, I encouraged Jody to go with me. Uh, I have assisted at the um, yoga and recovery conference, yoga and meditation for recovery con- conference at Eslin all but about one or two years since it began. Uh, and so, uh, you know, we started traveling around, Santa Cruz, Santa Fe, New Mexico, um, the hill country in Texas. Uh, I'm originally from Dallas, Texas. Oh, okay. and, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, we're several places, uh, Southwest Florida, all around Florida, different places in Florida, because we definitely do like the warmer climate and, uh, but also, you know, we're just kind of over, (laughs) we were like, okay, let's not move from one place that gets hurricanes to another place that gets hurricanes and live in two places that get hurricanes. Um, And so we, uh, Wilmington, North Carolina, where a friend of ours lives, and he has for years uh, to come, you know, live here. We went to Wilmington, North Carolina, to check out a property there that could maybe work uh, as a, uh, both a, um, well, actually, a gym, a a small, you know, like, um, personal training gym, yoga studio, and massage uh, studio. And it was on the beach. We were like, wow, okay. Let's go check this out. And while we were there, um, I got in touch with a family member who lives in Asheville. And we came out to Asheville for a weekend just to visit my family and fell in love with it. Mm -hmm. And we were both kind of like, well, besides the fact that we were like, this is it. Like, this is it. The climate is amazing. These mountains are magical. Um, it's, you know, it just had like all, all of the ingredients plus, um, my uncle who has, you know, this gorgeous home, uh, has, uh, uh just said, come and live with me. You know, like yeah. I have this apartment above our house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all ready to go. I don't want to live by myself right now. Um, Please come and live with me, and so uh, (laughs) uh, within six months we were we were here in Asheville, and so um, uh, there was something in me. So I I I started teaching yoga in um, in Cozumel at the time. Like people were afraid of yoga (laughs) it was like groundbreaking and you know it was a lot of work it was a lot of work to really uh impart yoga practices yoga principles in a way that they that people didn't feel threatened by it that they you know like to to, uh, deconstruct and, and, and kind of, um, take away all the confusion, the confusion, you know, to, to really make it, uh, simple, Mm -hmm. you know, and accessible and understandable to anyone. And so, uh, and so, you know, I, 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 honestly, you know, I busted my hump for all of those years. And, and, you know, like a few years ago, I remember, oh, I was um, in a car in Indianapolis. I I came up when I met you um, for a weekend workshop uh, with Rolf. And uh, I think we were on our way, we were in Gaynell's car on our way to meet you for lunch. Yeah, as a matter of fact, And I said to him, you know, I just feel like I want to, um, like work for someone else, you know, not work for myself, (laughs) just like teach yoga in a studio, you know, like, like other people do, you know, like when they, (laughs) when they start out, um, and not be self-employed, not, you know, have it all on me, not um, be the, um, how would you say, you know, like the, the, uh, the groundbreaker, so to speak,
1: yeah. you know, like. Um, Entrepreneur, the, it all rests on your shoulders.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 And, you know, because I certainly have had, uh, have experienced burnout, you know, trying to, you just make it all work. Um, uh, I I have to be honest about that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) But he kind of looked at me sideways like, okay, if you say so. (laughs) I don't know if you know what you're getting yourself into. but um, So... You know that was the long answer to your question. Is you know that I'm I am just uh, sort of still landing here. If you can believe that, it's almost uh, well. It's I guess it's about a year and a half that that we've been here. Um, the other thing is that uh, I've had you know uh, in the past few years just you know, so many huge cha- life changes. I had, uh, when we were at the, uh, conference, the, the yoga and meditation for recovery conference a few years ago at Esalen, uh, my best friend was having, um, brain tumors removed and subsequently a few days later passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, a month before Jody and I moved here to Asheville, my younger sister uh, had a heart transplant and um, and didn't survive it. Uh, actually, it's this week is the anniversary of her surgery and, and death. And, um, you know, moving back to the States alone, you know, was no small, it was, you know, culture shock (laughs) is, is real. And, um, you know, these, all of these, uh, all of these new huge rumblings, you know, huge, huge change in life, um, in my life, uh, in our lives, You know, I have needed this time to have a pause, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm really um, grateful, you know, I I have to have yoga to fall back on, you know, like I've really taken this space in my life to just uh, be a student, um, Mm -hmm. to just practice, you know, to just practice, to just be. I um, am teaching a couple of classes right now. I was teaching more uh, uh, before, you know, the pandemic uh, uh, and and teaching less classes right now, but I'm really loving it. Um, I think it has been good for me to take a break i I taught a lot for a lot of years you know there were times when i was teaching you know 13 classes a week um so it's really been nice you know to be in this training in indianapolis with you at city yoga um just like uh be a student and be uh You
1: know, focus a lot more on my own practices. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting how yoga or in many practices, ebb and flow. You know, over time and um, oh yeah, the key for me is just sticking with it. You know, whether it's a, a rigorous practice or just I'm coasting. Um, but there's that value and the <laughs> discipline of keep showing up Keep you know, it's like, you know, like in meetings, keep coming back, you know?
0: Absolutely. I think in, in recovery and in yoga, I think I've done so many things wrong, you know, like I've made, some, <laughs> I've done so many things wrong. I've not taken, you know, suggestions. I have, you know, like, uh, you know been sometimes you know uh, rebellious or whatever and uh, but the one thing that I know that I've done right all this time is I just keep coming back I just mm-hmm. keep coming back to uh, practicing these principles to the best of my ability in all my affairs in both you know both both arenas which are really the same arena
1: yeah yeah well and now now more than ever the yes like the healing modalities of 12-step and yoga philosophy are you know as, as teachers like we're like the amount of service we can do by sharing experience strength and hope right is is pretty powerful in a world that there's a lot of lot of uh angst you know and maybe i mean there's a lot of heartache and uncertainty but there's just a lot of um human beings going through a you know a historic level of, of angst and um, tension whether it's multi-generational or you know it's just there's like people experiencing a a state that is really nothing like we've seen in really our lifetimes for sure. And um, yeah, so that's just like a, Oh my God. Um, People need yoga now more than ever. (laughs) And even in like the recovery community, if you see more and more people tapping into yoga and, um, and that's such a powerful thing. So like with that, growing need for yoga and, and the blend of yoga and recovery, you know, um, there's a, I don't know for me, it, it really feels like, like, the, like teaching a class, whether it's online. And of course we're not doing in person classes right now where, uh, but there's a connection with people that, you know, I think it's so much so valuable and, And the level of experience that you have, you know, that's just, I mean, that's, you just can't underestimate the the value of that. And especially that, um, and it's not like you've been teaching a long time, one class a week, (laughs) you know, those periods of dozens of classes, you know, dozens of classes and doing trainings and traveling around. I mean, that's just such a huge, a huge uh, um, I mean, experience is the word comes to mind that, that you can, that you can give to people in Asheville, North Carolina. <laughs> and, uh, and now do you teach when you go back to Cozumel? Are you teaching? Yeah. As well? Yeah.
0: I, um, I teach teachers as well. Um, uh, so I, I am working on building a, yoga teacher uh, training program where hopefully where we'll do probably the um, half of it in the summer here in Asheville and then the other half in, an, in a residential setting in Cozumel in the winter.
1: Mm. It's
0: kind of part of the plan for <laughs> splitting time, you know,
1: oh yeah Uh, between the two spots yeah that's a really good i mean that's that sounds real appealing i mean i I bet that'll be a a bit of popular thing is that because you're blending a lot of people like to go away Mm -hmm. but there's um i like the idea of doing it sort of half at at home and half down there
0: yeah Um, but yeah i'm thinking um i have a one studio that, uh, wants, well, it wants to host me. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm thinking, you know, maybe like four weekends in the summer, over the summer somehow, or maybe, a you know, three weekends and, a, and then like a five-day or something, and then do a 10-day session down in Cozumel.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. And what, what's your, your um, style of teaching like today?
0: Oh, wow. Um, it's, uh, you know, like we said, it's evolving always. And, you know, as my own practice matures, you know, my teaching obviously matures. It's definitely a, a vinyasa style. Um, but I've noticed, uh, how, you know, it went from this very, you know, like I said earlier, really, uh, rigorous physical, um, style to, you know, like something that I feel is, uh, much more mindful, much more mindful, um, uh, you know, under, you know, I, I have trained with Rolf, learned from Rolf uh, from, for all these years and worked for him, worked with Rolf, assisted him in lots of trainings and um, and uh, hosted him in, in Cozumel. So a lot of my, you know, it's uh, really similar to the style that Rolf
1: teaches. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He rubs off on us, doesn't he? He does.
0: (laughs) He does. It works. It's, it's, uh, it's brilliant. I think, I think it's a really brilliant system.
1: Yeah. Now do you do some of the meditation retreats as well? Have you ventured down that path?
0: I have. Yes. A little bit. Not, I, 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 Wanted to, uh, or not wanted to, I, I, I am interested in um, some of these longer uh, programs. Um, I have definitely, oh, I definitely have a meditation practice.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm um, part of a, a uh, Buddhist uh, community down in, in Cozumel, and we've hosted many uh, meditation retreats, and uh, I have uh, done some programs with the insight meditation folks um, mm-hmm. over the years, uh, but definitely um, have ventured down that path. Yeah, continue to. I just uh, uh, recently in. During sheltering in place, uh, uh, participated in a meditation retreat with um, Joseph Goldstein and uh, Sharon Salzberg.
1: Ooh, heavy hitters.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had uh, studied with Sharon before in New York, and uh, really, she's just a, a wonderful, a wonderful teacher. You know, just very... Um, I love it when teachers make things simple, you know, because I know how easy it is for me to complicate my own life, to complicate things um, and make something simple into something complicated. And um, yeah, I've, I've really appreciated that over
1: the years. Well, and that, um, I, I keep thinking I want to do a 10-day, you know, like one of those 10-day mm-hmm. you know, but – you know, it's finding ten days to take off and be unplugged. Sure. With sure. You know, everything I've got going on, um, you know, that's not real practical right now, <laughs> or <laughs> hasn't been for mm-hmm. past years that I've been kind of had that desire to go and um, do that. I mean, it's been. I mean, I've done, I've done some like five day intensive stuff but i haven't ever Mm -hmm. i think there's you know talking to rolf you know and listening to his experience and and some other teachers i know that do 10 days on a regular basis or like at least once a year Mm -hmm. uh, it seems like something that's calling me at some level you know Uh, Mm -hmm. so but uh, who knows i mean I'm putting it out there in the in the universe, and we'll see. Mm. I think when the time's right, it'll. Of course, nobody's doing them right now. <laughs> um, right. So, I'm. What's the vibe down there in, in Asheville? Is it our studios opening back up, or are you, are you just teaching online? What's the what's
0: online? The, teaching online right now, still, uh, and starting to teach outdoors. Uh-huh. you know, physically spaced out. Um, I just got an, a, a text message yesterday mm-hmm. uh, asking me to teach some outdoor classes, which I love. I have, I have taught, into, and it seems like every imaginable venue one could think of, you know, on the beach, <laughs> uh, in parks,
1: uh, on a basketball court, yeah that's pretty sweet well that uh that reminded me of uh i don't know if you knew this but I, did i meet you when Rolf did his first 300 hour training here back in 2013 did you come for any of that
0: no that it was after that
1: it was um, after that okay uh-huh. yeah uh, well the um so like around that time about once a year, I was leading or organizing and teaching some of a, a retreat down in the Cayman Islands at a dive resort. So we'd have uh, sunrise meditation on the beach and and then uh, do some yoga and then breakfast and maybe a, another session. And then people could have the afternoon off. We were on Little Cayman Island, so it's very, very remote and uh, very uncommercial. And then people would say they wanted to go diving or snorkeling or activities, whatever. They could do that or read a book in a hammock under a palm tree. (laughs) But it reminded me of that talking about teaching in different venues, you know, because there was a small little resort. So it was, you know, they didn't have like a yoga pavilion but they had, you know, they had some uh, cool little terrace places and a little it called like a crow's nest. It was up on a sort of like a, you know, a covered patio on top of the dining hall, basically. And um, Nice. Yeah. And so we, you know, we maybe do yoga out around the pool. on. on I mean, so we were just moving around in our, our group. But that was like... Uh, just an amazing amazing time i mean it's uh uh you know there, there's something about islands which i'm sure you feel it where there's there's a shift in energy when you're on an island doesn't, doesn't it seem like that um, oh yeah <laughs> Yeah. You know, whether it's a vacation or not you know like there's just like uh Time sort of slows down or something, it's it's definitely uh, and and I've always been drawn to that energy of kind of where the the land meets the water and then you throw in the steady temperatures and tropical sun and
0: okay, <laughs> occasional hurricane
1: yeah. is problematic, but <laughs> <laughs> it can be problematic. Um, yeah, but anyway. So that so that's cool that I, I'm excited for you engineering this like yoga you know teacher training program Mm -hmm. that's you know going to be a little blend of what I guess Asheville is sort of the central south Mm -hmm. (laughs) not quite midwest is it it's more south and then yes and then Cozumel I mean that's that's kind of a sweet a sweet little layout um, and I've been to Asheville once and, uh, I was super, you know, excited about being there. We t- took the kids down there one summer and just a couple of summers ago, actually, and did some whitewater rafting and meandered around the town. Mm-hmm. Definitely like an eclectic little spot you know, in, in North, North Carolina. Right. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's very, um, It just seems like it's a hub for people that are, you know, exploring yoga and meditation and energy and Reiki and, you know, all kinds of uh, uh, different energy work. It seems it's still kind of like that. I mean, it
0: definitely is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Are you like in the city or are you out away?
0: I am really just like on the other side of. Interstate 40 from downtown, just like 10 minutes from downtown Nashville. Mm-hmm. But it feels like we are, you know, out in the, you know, like we're at the foot of one of the highest peaks on the eastern seaboard. Um, so it's like we're in the forest. We have these amazing, uh, amazing hiking trails all around us, right outside the door.
1: Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Well, and it seemed, too, like there was a lot of, um, like, development happening when we were down there, like little trendy neighborhoods that were.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah.
1: Is that is that still going on? Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Ash, it's, it's kind of a hot spot. You know, it's kind of a place where people um, want to be. Definitely. People are moving here from, it's growing really quickly and, um, you know, people from the Northeast, a lot of people moving here from other places.
1: Yeah. Do you have a Y12SR down there? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, um, the clubhouse that's, you know, kind of most convenient that, and that Jody and I like the most, um, uh, from the very beginning, when we arrived, I saw the sign for Y12SR and, um, and we showed up for a class, a class meeting, and um, nobody was there. <laughs> 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 so I called the number, you know, on the door of the clubhouse. And I was like, you yeah, know, we're here for Y12SR and nobody's here. And they're like, oh, Yeah. The teacher's out of town. The attendance hasn't been that great at that meeting. I don't know if it's going to continue. And I was like, "Well, I'll teach it. <laughs> you know, if uh, if, uh, if people are interested, I'll oh. sub or sub for her or <laughs> or I'll teach it." If, uh, but I never heard anything back. I think it uh, is just kind of on hold for the moment. But definitely. Uh, oh. yeah. <laughs> Nikki Myers was here in Asheville last year teaching y- Y12SR at uh, one of the, you know, larger, kind of the, the oldest yoga studio in Asheville.
1: Mm-hmm. And for like our listeners out there, just the Y12SR, if you're not familiar, is the Yoga of 12-Step Recovery. And it was founded by Nikki Myers, who also founded City Yoga. And been a longtime friend, so um, just add that. And well, that's cool that you. It sounds like you're going to be teaching it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm, I have no doubt. I have taught it. Yeah. Definitely. Um, in uh, in Mexico. Um. So yeah, I will at some point. I'm sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was teaching it here for about. Well, here and at a, I don't know, maybe five years for for quite a while. And then, um, and then kind of at the time I was teaching a lot of just a lot of classes and I had to cut, cut my volume of teaching back a little bit. Um, I think like we all kind of go through that, like you talked about, you know, Mm and and, um, so I'm always seeking to find that balance and I'm, you know always you know exploring ideas of yoga and meditation retreats and interesting places and and uh putting together you know doing this work with rolf reminds me of that that we're experiential teachers you know like we're offering an experience that's why i was intrigued about your what you're thinking on teacher training because like what a what a, a unique and amazing experience that that will be and i'm sure you'll do it and it'll be amazing and that um so i think that's you know that's kind of like um i've had a little more time to pause like you know most of us have had <laughs> in this time um like a friend of mine jocelyn said like that's oh, like it's like uh, mother nature mother nature put us all in time out (laughs) you know doubt the whole virus hit so so there's like okay um surprisingly busy though at times and especially now that we're uh, at least here locally the starting to trend down and a lot of a lot of things are opening back up so um This has been a very, very interesting time. and made me super grateful that I have yoga, I have a meditation practice, I have 12-step principles of recovery, and uh, the cool thing about Zoom, you know, like, hey, I get to get you on the podcast without, you know, trying to, Squeeze it in during a weekend training where everybody's getting pulled all these different directions, um, and then I, f- I found meetings. I've been going to meetings all over the country via Zoom and connecting with these different communities that are, you know, it's just like it's 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 a different level of human connection, um, and it's, I mean, it's not the same for sure, but, um, but it is a connection you know and thank gosh thank god we have it um especially for people that are that are really really isolated you know um and it's gonna i think open up that that's why i like doing the podcast you know so people you know they're it gives them something to listen to you know and gets gives them a little connection and you know for me it's important to have just a casual focused conversation with somebody um even you know in the midst of the busy rigorous schedule to be able to take this little time to be still connect have a conversation um you know and it's it's enriching for me and i think it's enriching for our listeners as well and um
0: so, yeah, yeah, what a gift. What a gift. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. What, a, what a beautiful resource. And I think it's a a really, you know, it's a, such a wonderful opportunity for us to practice, you know, this
1: time of,
0: you know, like when I hear right, uh, back in, in April, I was hearing a lot of people around me, you know, complaining about having to go home and stay home. I'm like, Really? (laughs) You know, like people, what you hear a lot of is people can't wait to be able to take a vacation from their jobs and, you know, go somewhere, maybe, you know, and a lot of times, you know, it's just a, a staycation, but like, what a, a great time. It's like a no brainer, you know, to, um, Reflect, you know,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, we need these practices, like you said, more than ever. Um, We need, we can't make good decisions. We can't make skillful choices if we're not calm, you know, like, like cultivating compassion and calm is more important than ever right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I I couldn't agree more, and that and that whole, um, it reminded me of like back in April and March, where you know it's like oh, well, we don't actually have to stay in our house; we can go outside, <laughs> and I you know this before spring was really in full swing, but. I was like, put on a jacket and go for a hike. You're, you're, you're allowed to go outside, you know, and, and, I, and I think it took a few weeks for people to it kind of to settle in up here anyway, and it, it mm. was colder, but boy, once the first 70, 72 degree day happened, all of a sudden people were like, Oh, we can go outside. <laughs> and the, and now it's all, I mean, all, it's amazing to see, how all our parks, state and local, are just packed. I mean, mm. I mean I've, I've been avid runner and hiker, and you know, visitor to all these parks for decades. Never seen them this packed, you know, with people. Uh, so it's so I think it's people are creating this habit of being a little more healthy tapping into that value of being outside being in nature and um, um, anyway so that i don't know I'm, I'm a little envious that you have trails in the mountains right outside your house
0: <laughs> yeah tomorrow i'm headed to uh dupont state uh state park where there's uh there are beautiful waterfalls uh are gonna do a i don't remember how how long the hike is but uh I think it's probably nine miles, I don't know. Nice. nice. Yeah, I'm really ah. excited. Yeah, it's it's I get out every day. Every day I get outside um, in nature. It's it's actually one of my practices, you know, to be in nature. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's I'm, for me. Yeah, I'm I'm with you uh, I would say six out of seven days a week I'm out I get outside I I get outside every day but not always for a nice little hike Some day, well actually some days I'll do a bike ride instead you know but um so anyway but uh what's this been really good I mean excited that we got to have this time I mean and it's it's we've been talking for a while (laughs) Time, time kind of goes by fast um me too is as we kind of wrap up is there Is there any upcoming events or anything you want, anything that you think of you wanted to talk about that you want to say?
0: Oh, Hmm. not really any events uh, because so many things are on hold, but, uh, you know, I've been rereading the, I've been reading the, yoga sutras again and it seems like every time i read them you know i i i learn it on a you know like i understand it at a deeper level and you know yesterday i was reading about how you know um how you know even the fact that these were these words were recorded you know, it's um, we can't. It, it, it basically, out of context, it's a, a, a. It said, you know, we can't reach enlightenment by reading a book. Mm. You know, we have to do it. And what I've noticed is, you know, over the years of doing it, of this you know, keep coming back, of this coming back again and again, maybe the only thing that I've done right, (laughs) but I keep coming back, that I understand it more and more, I understand it on a deeper level every time, you know, and it's a beautiful thing. Uh, uh, There was this uh, commentary on the Yoga Sutra in in, uh, Chip Hartrant's, Uh, translation and it said stillness is a reflection of our growing openness to the unpredictable unfolding of the world as it is Uh, freedom from the constant effort to bend things to our liking to make them conform to our conditioned notions of good and bad and it's not that I don't want to I still often want to bend things to my <laughs> conditioned notions <laughs> yeah um, but the key word in, in there being the growing openness the, my openness um, to not to noticing that desire to to bend things to my liking mm-hmm. and um increasingly not doing it you know that blows my mind uh you know that makes you know all of the all of the work worth it
1: you know yeah well that it echoes like in the 12 and 12 under uh, i feel like it's in the fourth or fifth step about you know in, in, talking inventory, like seeing things as they are, like instead of how we wish them to be, you know, or how you know what I mean. I mean, it's that—that's what I love. Twelve Step and Yoga Sutra philosophy is so—it just lines up so nicely. Um,
0: Perfectly, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, um, well, I think I think that's about a wrap um <laughs> as they say um and it's i mean it's been a super pleasure and i'll i'll uh uh put some of the stuff tammy talked about on um, her upcoming teacher training i'll keep posted on that as well as uh, i'll put your facebook page and stuff on our podcast notes so our listeners can find out more of what you're up to in the future and thank all our listeners for, for tuning in today. And thank you, Tammy, so much for taking this time out. It was awesome.
0: Dave, thank you so much. And I just want to say that um, I'm, I'm just thrilled and grateful and, uh, and admire all the work you're doing in, you know, in your community in Indianapolis. Um, you know, of carrying the message of, of yoga and, you know, and 12 step recovery and, you know, in the greater, in the greater picture of, you know, the yoga community. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Thank you for listening to the yoga voice brought to you by city yoga school of yoga and health, where we are committed to exploring how yoga inspires and transforms. Find out more at www.cityyoga.biz.
0: That's C-I-T-Y-O-G-A dot biz. Special thanks to our producer, Brian Sims, for his audio expertise.